From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, December 19th. I'm Marco Werman. North Korea faces a transition after the death of its dear leader. Don't expect big changes, though. All the revolutions made in history are not made by starving people. And later, the mother of a Massachusetts man accused of supporting terrorism on how her son reacted when asked to tone down his rhetoric. He was very, uh, like, stubborn. I'm not doing anything wrong, so you don't have to worry about anything. A portrait of Tariq Mahana coming up. BBC News with Zoe Diamond. The United States has been urgently consulting its allies in East Asia over the death of the North Korean leader Kim Jong-il. President Obama telephoned the South Korean president Lee Myung-bak while his Secretary of State Hillary Clinton met her Japanese counterpart Koichiro Gemba in Washington and said both countries shared an interest in a stable transition. We both share a common interest in a peaceful and stable transition in North Korea as well as in ensuring regional peace and stability. We reiterate our hope for improved relations with the people of North Korea and remain deeply concerned about their well-being. An arrest warrant has been issued for the Sunni vice president of Iraq, Tariq al-Hashimi, over alleged links to terrorist activities. Sunni political leaders have come under attack from the Shia-dominated government just a day after the final American troops left. Jim Muir reports. The arrest warrant for Mr. Hashimi was ready on Saturday. A news conference was scheduled to announce it then, but it was delayed amidst frantic efforts to head off the biggest political crisis the country has faced since the government was formed a year ago. Those efforts seem to have failed. The Interior Ministry announced that the warrant had been issued, and state-run television broadcast confessions by men it said were some of Mr. Hashimi's security detail. They said they'd carried out terrorist attacks with his funding and support. Mr. Hashimi himself is unlikely to be arrested imminently. He's in Iraqi Kurdistan in the north of the country, having flown there on Sunday night. India's cabinet has approved an ambitious plan to extend its subsidised food programme to cover almost two-thirds of the population. The move is expected to increase the government's food bill by more than $5 billion. Critics accuse the government of using the bill to shore up political support. Syrian government forces are reported to have killed dozens of army deserters as they tried to flee their military bases to join the revolt against President Bashar al-Assad. It comes as Syria finally signed an Arab League deal to let observers in to monitor the situation. With more details, here's our Arab Affairs editor, Sebastian Usher. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said the attack took place in the northern Idlib province, which is the main stronghold for army defectors. It says a survivor told them that he saw 60 to 70 defecting soldiers killed in heavy machine gun fire. Just hours earlier, Syria finally put its signature to an Arab League deal to allow observers in. Damascus said it had agreed on its own terms. The Arab League said the mission would start within three days, making clear that it demanded full implementation by the Syrian government of measures to stop the violence. The Syrian opposition has dismissed the move as just another attempt to buy time. This is the latest world news from the BBC.
Egypt's governing military council has accused protesters in Cairo of a plot to burn down the parliament building. At a news conference, General Adelamara said that demonstrators were trying to provoke soldiers into confrontations in and around Tahrir Square. He said that they were causing chaos and trying to topple the state. There was a unique model of Egyptian people cooperating with their own army since the beginning of the revolution, and this cooperation has bothered forces that have bad intentions for this country. This power aims to topple the state and get Egyptians involved in unrest with their own army. Earlier, a protester was killed in clashes with...